Hey, thank you so much for joining us for the NCC More podcast. It is our goal that this podcast would just add a little bit more value to the Sunday morning messages. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to add a little bit more to your spiritual growth and your spiritual maturity. Uh, this uh, last Sunday, we just kicked off a brand new series of messages entitled Come and See. Come and see. And, you know, in 2019, we've been saying this is our year of acceleration. This is the year where we go further, faster. And we've said that that acceleration is going to come out of our association with Christ. In John 15, Jesus said, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you will remain in me and I will remain in you, then you will produce much fruit. And so we know that when we stay connected with Jesus, our life is going to be fruitful. And there are two things that we need to see in our lives that, that come from this connection with Jesus, and that is discipleship and evangelism. Discipleship and evangelism. Now here at North Point, we define discipleship as our process to progress, okay? This is the process of us transforming and becoming more and more like Jesus. And then when we talk about evangelism, we, we say that evangelism is our process of proclaiming. It's our process of proclaiming. It is the process, not of just us transforming, but us transferring everything that God has done for us into the lives of other people, that they would be able to hear about what God has done for us and what God has done for them. And this is the, this is the heartbeat and the message of the good news. This is where the great commission comes from in Matthew 28, when Jesus said, go into all the world. And we know that all of the world starts with your world. All of the world starts with the person that's next door to you. We, we don't need to go to the nations until we first go to the neighborhood. So uh, it, it is you going into your world and proclaiming that, uh, that God is good, proclaiming his love, proclaiming his grace, proclaiming his mercy. Uh, that, is, that is the very heartbeat of what the connection with Jesus should produce in our lives, this discipleship and this evangelism. And so we've entitled this series, Come and See, because it comes out of John chapter 1. <clears throat> John chapter 1, Jesus uh, shows up to a man by the name of Philip, and he says, Philip, I want you to come and follow me. And Philip begins to follow Jesus, but he didn't stop there. Instead, he goes and he looks for his friend Nathaniel, and he finds Nathaniel, and he says, Nathaniel, we have found the one. We have found the one that we've been looking for. We have found the Messiah. We have found the one that Moses talked about, the prophets told us was coming. He is Jesus from Nazareth. And and then there is Nathaniel, and and Nathaniel says, "Well, are we sure? Is can anything really good come from Nazareth?" And then Philip just says, "Hey, come and see. Come and see for yourself the person that I am telling you about." And so here, as we get into this series entitled "Come and See," we're just reminded that Jesus is the thing that we all need. And we don't have to be experts. 
the thing I love about this story is that Philip was not a theologian. Philip did not know all the answers to all the questions. Philip had not been to Bible school and was not a scholar. No, no, no. Instead, Philip was just a man who had encountered Jesus and was inviting somebody else along the journey. And that's who we are. You don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be a scholar. You don't have to have 25 years of walking with Jesus and being able to quote a hundred different verses to go to somebody and say, I have found a really good thing. I have found eternal life, abundant life. I have found joy and peace. I have found hope and forgiveness for my sins. I have found a good thing. I have found Jesus. Why don't you come and take this journey with me? Why don't you come and see what I have found? That's why I love this story. And that's why for the next few weeks, we're going to be right here in this story. We're not getting out of the story. We're, we're going to work our way five weeks right through this story found in John chapter 1. And we're going to be taking a closer look at this encounter between Jesus, Philip, and Nathaniel. And I really believe it's going to be a blessing to your life. I, I believe it's going to really challenge you. I believe it's going to really encourage you. And I believe at the end of this series, we're going to be more equipped to do what God has called us to do, to take his good news into our world. You know, just let me go back uh, and hit a few things from Sunday and just elaborate on those a little bit. And if we know that this is what God has called us to be, he has called us to be his disciple, and he has called us to carry his good news, to be the deliverers of his message into the world. If we know that that is the case, well, then there's there's just a few questions that we have to ask ourselves. And uh, the first question that we proposed on Sunday is this, have you found a good thing? Have you found a good thing? And the way that you know you found a good thing is if you are following that thing. That's how you know you've really found a good thing, is when you begin to follow after what you had found. And this is the difference between just, just hearing something that's good and going, wow, that's good, and really becoming a follower. So you have to, when you find this good thing, you will begin to follow it the same way Philip did. Philip found a good thing. He said, wow, we have found the Messiah, the hope of the world, the Son of God. Uh, we have found him. Now I am going to begin to follow him. And, and the closer that you begin to follow him, the more you are going to discover how good he really is. And that was the second question that we proposed on Sunday is, have you discovered how good the good thing is? Have you discovered how good the good thing is? See, this is what happens when you begin to realize, I found a good thing. I'm following the good thing. I'm following closely to that good thing. I begin to grow as I understand how good he really is. You know, it's one thing to say, okay, that Jesus has forgiven our sins, and we we all can start there. That's how we come into relationship with God. We realize, wow, I'm a sinner. Jesus died for me. Uh, he, he has forgiven my sins. He is the hope for my future and eternity with him. Uh, I, I put my trust in him. Yeah, 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 that is a good thing. That's where, that's where all of us come into the kingdom. But can I just tell you, after five years of walking with Jesus, that should not be 
the, the level of information that we have, we should have grown beyond that. We should have matured through that. We should know more about who he is, more about his love, more about his grace, more about his future, more about the abundant life, more about eternal life. We should know more because we've been following him so closely. And when we follow him closely, we, we realize, man, he is better than we even thought he was. What he is offering us is greater than we even imagined when we first began this journey. And that is the joy of following closely to Jesus, is that every day you get to realize it's better than I thought it was yesterday. Every single week we realize, wow, man, there is more joy in him. There is more peace in him. There is more unconditional love in him that I could have even imagined when I began this journey with him. So have you discovered how good this good thing really is? That happens when we follow closely. But then we move to the third question, and that's where I want to spend a little bit of time talking today, and, and that is, have you shared the good thing with others? So have you found the good thing? How do you know if you found it? Are you following that good thing, and are you following that thing closely? And if you are following that good thing closely, if you're following Jesus closely, you're going to find that the good thing is better than you even imagined. So every day, every week, every month, every year, you're going to be growing closer and closer to him, which means you're going to grow more and more aware of how good he really is. But then it takes us to this next question. Have you shared this good thing with others? Have you shared this good thing with others? Now, when we take just a moment, even as we said on Sunday, of just the, the logical progression, whenever you find a good thing, whether you find a good book, a good movie, a good restaurant, we, we find it, we discover how good it is, and then we tell other people. That is the logical progression that we, we handle in every aspect of our life. We find the good thing, we discover how good the good thing is, and then we go and we tell other people about this good thing that we have found. Now, we do this when it comes to restaurants. We do this when it comes to books and movies and products and all kinds of things. But so many times, this is not the case when it comes to the gospel. It's not the case when it comes to the good news. It's not the case when it comes to Jesus. So it causes us to have to ask ourselves a few questions about, well, then what is preventing me? If I'm telling other people about these other things that I've discovered in my life, these other things that I've found in my life, why am I not telling people about what God has done in my life? How important God is in my life? Why am I not sharing those things? What is preventing me from saying these things. And really, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you right now is that this is going to be the next few weeks. The next few weeks, we're going to really dive into this more. And and on this, this coming Sunday, I'm going to be sharing a lot about this very topic. Um, but there are things that prevent us. And this last week, I just brought up three things. And I said, one, we don't know what to say. We just don't know what to say. I, Man, I, I just I, I've never I've never done this before. I don't and I don't want to do it wrong. I, I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> well, well, listen here. You can't mess up the good news. The good news is too good for you to screw it up. The good news ha has lasted for two thousand years. And can I just tell you? 
that somebody has shared the good news in, in, in a in a in a worse way than you're than you're going to do it. And it, the good news has still lasted. It has still survived, and it is still good after two thousand years. All over the world, it has been shared. So if you don't know what to say, it is okay. But it's not okay to say nothing. You have to say something. You have to say something. And and when you say, I don't know what to say, we, we say that because we think like there is a precise thing that we're supposed to say. There is this perfect formula, this precise method in how we are to go. That doesn't exist. It's you telling your story, your story, your personality, your perspective. It's you telling your story. And so whenever we say we don't know what to say, it's because we're under the illusion that there is a right way to do this. There is not a right way to do this. There is just the fact that it needs to be done. Your story needs to be told. The goodness of God needs to be proclaimed. So when we say, I don't know what to say, well, let's just begin by saying something. Let's begin by telling people our story in in our own context. Whatever that looks like, begin to tell people your story about what God has begun to do in your life. And then the second thing that we say is, well, I don't know who to tell. I don't know who to tell. And this can get this can get very uh, very challenging because we we start thinking well who do I do I do I tell my coworkers because you know I got to work with them every day and do I tell my family you know what they tell you about religion or, or about you know sitting around the family table don't talk about religion don't talk about politics you know I've heard all of these things all my life so if I don't tell my family and I don't tell my coworkers and I don't tell my friends that I grew up with and and I don't tell people that I meet for the very first time because that they they might think I'm uh, I'm a weirdo and a wacko so who who am I going to tell? See, you have to begin the process of saying, I have to begin to tell the people that are around me. I just have to begin to tell them. I have to begin to tell my family. I have to begin to tell my friends. I just have to begin to tell them. And I'm going to be sharing more about this Sunday. It's going to be practical. It's going to be so helpful. But you just have to begin to tell them in a way that's not pointing out what's wrong with them, but it's pointing to everything that you have found in Jesus. It's not about how bad they are. It's about how good he is. And whenever you do it in that manner, nobody is going to uh, get angry with you. Nobody's going to be offended by hearing that you found something that you believe is, is true love and forgiveness and life. Uh, that, that, that's, that's okay. The problem is when we begin to tell people and we begin to point out all the things that are wrong with them and how they need to make a change because they are doing everything wrong and they are bad and yada, yada, yada. That's where we get in trouble. So when you say, who do I tell? Okay, you just need to tell your story and you need to tell your story in a way that points them to the love of God, that love and grace that has changed you, point them in that direction, tell them your story about what God has done. And when you do it in that manner, you can begin to tell the people around you. You can begin to tell your family. You can begin to tell your friends. You can begin to tell your coworkers about what's happening to you. It's not what's wrong with them. It's about what you found that's right with Jesus. It's exactly what Philip did. Philip didn't come to Nathaniel and say, Nathaniel, 
you you are missing out nathaniel you are bad nathaniel you 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 are walking down the wrong pathway nathaniel you are living in the darkness nathaniel no 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 he just said hey i have found a really good thing why don't you come and see what i have discovered it's a beautiful thing so you, you we get we get hung up on what do i say we get hung up on on who do i tell and then finally we get hung up on because i don't know how they will respond I don't know how they will respond. But once again, as I said on Sunday, how they respond is not our responsibility. Our responsibility is that they have an opportunity to respond. We worry about what they will say while we say nothing. Our responsibility is that we just simply give them an opportunity to come and see. That is our responsibility. Please hear me. It is not our job to save them. It's just our job to say something to them. That is our job. That is what God has asked of us. And so we must be willing. We must be willing to say something. Let's don't let anything prevent us. Not I don't know what to say. I don't know who to tell. And I don't know how they're going to respond. Let's don't allow those things to keep us from saying something. Let's give the invitation. Hey, why don't you come and see? Why don't you come with me to my small group? Why don't you come with me to a church on Sunday morning? Why don't why don't you come with me to a Bible study? Why don't you come with me? Why don't you come and see what God has done in my life? And I believe that he can do the same thing for you that he has done for me. That is a beautiful invitation that says, hey, just come and see. Come and see. And that's what we're going to be talking about. And we're going to be diving into this topic as we continue on for four more weeks. This thing that can get really intimidating, almost scary, and it can even create condemnation in people's lives evangelism, proclaiming the good news, telling other people my story creates condemnation because, oh man, we know we should do it, but we're not doing it. It creates intimidation because we know we should be doing it, but we're thinking, I don't know how to do it. It creates intimidation. It creates condemnation. But can I tell you, as we walk through the story, it is going to be so simple. You're going to find, you're going to find so much encouragement in these next few weeks. You're going to be more equipped than ever before to tell other people your story, to invite people in to a life-giving relationship with Jesus Christ. And I am so excited about it because there is nothing like seeing somebody else's life change. Let me just close by saying this. It's, it's awesome when your own life gets changed. It's double awesome when you see God changing other people's lives. It becomes addictive. You be, when you begin to see Jesus working in your family, in your friends' lives, in your co-workers' lives, when you begin to see that change, it becomes addicting. And the same way that Philip went after Nathaniel and he sees Nathaniel enter in uh, to relationship with Jesus, I know that Philip did not stop there. Philip continued to declare the goodness of God, continued to declare who Jesus was and what Jesus could do. 
and he saw dozens, hundreds, if not thousands of people come into that relationship. And it started with just one. It started with one invitation to Nathaniel, come and see. And I pray that over these few weeks that that would become a mantra in your life. Hey, just come and see. Come and see what Jesus did for me. Come and see what Jesus can do for you. I hope this series is a blessing to you, and I hope you make it a priority. Uh, if you can't be in church with us on Sunday, that you stream service on Sunday morning. If you can't stream the service on Sunday morning because you're traveling or because you're working, I I, I hope and pray that you will uh, make it a priority to listen to the podcast because I believe you're going to get some essential tools to us accelerating this year, becoming the disciple and the evangelist that God has called us all to be. Thank you once again for taking time, tuning in to the NCC More podcast, and we'll see you right back here again next week. God bless you.